Attention camp counselors. This afternoon's taglines have been canceled. Canceled. Camp camps canceled. <laughs> do we just go with it? Yeah, it's called <laughs> sleep depravity. Let's do this. <laughs> Yay. No, there are no taglines for this movie. Just like there was no trailer for this movie. Yeah. I don't understand how this movie actually exists in real life. If a movie doesn't have taglines or a trailer, did it even exist? Oh, like if a movie <laughs> A f- falls in the woods. <laughs> Can does they? It, does it make a sound? Does it make a tagline? If you drop a DVD in the woods, does it still exist? <laughs> yeah. Just... That's how my family started watching old school because my dad went for a jog and saw the DVD on the side of the road. And was what? Like, hey, that's cool. And now he quoted all the time. Wait, w- what? <laughs> Welcome to Tangents, the uh, audio podcast, like all other podcasts, but it's an audio. With a budget of $3 million and a gross of $23.5 million, with one fall from a ladder, one face imprinted in a carrying tray, six projectile Coleman lanterns, one man wrapped as a mummy, one extremely literal food processor, one man's legs on fire, eight man-eating box turtles, one man covered in fire ants, one teepee engulfed in flames, one fist fight, one construction montage, one catapult built from a bus, one exploding toilet, three buildings demolished by a bulldozer, and four explosions in total, with a 5.5 on IMDb, a 24 Metacritic score, and a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is technically fresh. It's 1987's Ernest Goes to Camp. Let's drop some bombs. Jason, mother is talking to you! How would you like to curl up with a good book? In your dreams! Make your wishes! I did it! I jumped the Lindbergh, baby! I am Joseph Mingala! Welcome to Bounce Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... The smell coming from Camp Kikakee about three days after all the boys move in because they're constantly wearing the same pair of shorts and the same exact camp t-shirt in every single scene. Jared Seifert. <laughs> well, they also happen to share a restroom with no stalls. Yeah. They just kind of just shit next to each other. Where Cool Joe is. Hey, Bob. Why was that restroom from, like, an inner-city bus stop? No, the... <laughs> it was. <laughs> like, everything else in the camp was, like, normal camp things. Like, they could have done better if it was, like, one outhouse. No, that it was the same restroom as from, like, 976 Evil. Yeah. Like, that high school. <laughs> like, shitty... Just fire. graffiti all over the place. But, like, yeah. It, but this isn't was, wasn't like it was, like, oh, partitions without stalled doors. No, it was not even partitions. No. It was, like, you sit on this toilet pot, and you look at your person to the right, and you look at your person to the left. You tell them good morning. You <laughs> fart their way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. <laughs> George. <laughs> yeah. It's a real nice oh, thing. Oh, God. This. All right. Well, maybe because the actual camp they filmed in is in Tennessee. Yeah, uh, it's in a, an actual state park in Tennessee. 
uh, and things aren't that good there. I think yeah. the best thing that was I ever, as I drove through Tennessee back as a child, was a place called Ruby Falls, which was oh. like just just miles down in an elevator into like a whole cavern with like uh, uplit like ruby like gems in the ceiling and everything it was gorgeous were the holograms there <laughs> yeah it was true truly yeah. outrageous let me tell you yeah, yeah. <laughs> zing, i always zing, get zing, zing. tennessee and kentucky mixed up but i know i've been through both a bunch don't worry they're the same they thing. are they really are <laughs> dollywood is in uh tennessee okay yeah i've been there i went there in a giant cabin yep. with like my entire father's side of the family you went to actually dollywood no, we just went to... Oh, it's great. We went to, like, the city surrounding it. Yeah. And that I, was pretty cool. I mean, great... Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Let me back up real quick. Is the Vacation Review Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dollywood is... We go uh... state by state. <laughs> Tangent number three. Yeah. Uh, no, Dollywood is... is cool, but, I mean, it's 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 just like walking through Frontierland. Yeah. Um, and I, but we were also with such a big group that everyone was like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Instead, yeah. like one night we just went out and drank and did karaoke, but we were all underage, so we actually didn't sure. drink, but the parents did, but then we did karaoke. Ooh, oh, they My also... mom did karaoke to Gangster's Paradise. Nice. Sorry, that was super white. Gangsta's Paradise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was probably not, more white. Not Amish Paradise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she didn't know we were out. <laughs> Oh, okay. Where are we? What's Dang. happening? Tennessee, Tennessee, Camp Kikiki, Camp Kikiki, and we are is... opening to a lovely scene of attempted murder on a cross. Yeah, it's a, a BDSM cross. Yeah, <laughs> what's that? What's that kind of cross called? I don't know, but I thought it was kind of associated with like Wiccan. But I also am probably very wrong. Please don't attack me. Oh, is the Blair Witch the Cross? Yeah, <laughs> just the Blair Witch Man. That was the symbol of Camp Kikiki. Yeah, it's just the Blair Witch Man. <laughs> Camp Kikiki. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice one. It's me laughing after. <laughs> yeah. it's me making the joke. Camp Kikiki. <laughs> what if somebody just literally like was like, "Oh, it's it." No, oh, guys, it's done. <laughs> it's done. Kikiki. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so stupid. we'll never get through the movie, but that's okay because you know what happens in this movie? Fucking nothing. nothing. It's not even like I this is one of our most off. Okay, I all right. I'd never seen this Ernest movie. I'd only seen Ernest Scared Stupid, yeah. which I still love. Yeah. Right? And I'd seen Ernest Saves Christmas. I think I've seen both of those. I might have seen Gone to Jail. Okay. I'll go visit my grandma in Indiana. We're going to name every 50 states somewhere in this episode. <laughs> But she's got a VHS still. She doesn't do DVDs, but she used to have a bunch of the VHS of Ernest. Okay. So I'll go back. I'll As you do. It. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So this movie, I I don't know. For some reason, I hadn't seen any commercials for it, never saw any trailers for it, and kind of just stayed away from it. And there, I guess there's a good reason why. Well, is like, this it's the just, very first one? This is the outside of the TV show. Yeah, outside there was a couple direct vi- video. This is the first theatrical one, I believe. Ooh, oh, and uh, extra piece of trivia: this is the very first film distributed by Touchstone Pictures. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So this was the start of the, you know, the good stuff. 
Because <laughs> I didn't want to say laugh. I didn't. Like, <laughs> I know. I didn't want to say the start of its demise, like yeah. getting into like Angels in the Outfield and Flubber and stuff. But um, it's all because this started Touchstone, and then Touchstone went on to do Roger Rabbit and um, Nightmare Before Christmas and things like that. So like uh, this kind of piece of crap started yeah. something really great. You know, like a subsidiary company for Disney. So, yeah, I just, this, it's so dull. It's, it's even like the jokes are kind of like they fall flat yeah. and not like earnest in this film. Yeah. Well, usually with most earnest films, it's like there's kind of, there's just like, there's development to the jokes mm-hmm. rather than like he's jumping sideways on a ladder, the ladder's going to fall. Yeah. Whereas like with this washing machine that was attached to a dump truck, you were like, well, he's either going to get stuck in one of those buckets and the mop's going to keep hitting him in the head. Yeah. It's like, oh, he got stuck in the dump truck. Oh, the dog saved him. Wishbone. Right. Forgot his name. Well, it's... <laughs> all right. So you can see in this film the developments of things that are more later. thought out. Yeah. yeah, later on in other things. Like the machines that he always creates to fight someone. Yeah. Why are they always weaponizing, militarizing? <laughs> so... Because of his PTSD. That's, that's right. what I that's Oh, that's right. I we learned that, that he's, he's from a, Nam. Yeah, he's a Nam veteran. What? Where he never got to eat <laughs> quiche. Which you often that's what Nam is known for. The famous quiche Nam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a Buddhist temple <laughs> in India. There wasn't a day in it gone by. <laughs> I love the smell of quiche in the morning. Quiche uh, just makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. There's so much to kind of break down here. Uh, so we open up with a little bit of racism flashback, but they do pretty well. Another on, like, flashback, which I was like, oh, my God, another Ernest Ancestor movie. Yeah, I thought no. I thought the guy in the mask was going to take his mask off and be like <laughs> Ernest. And I was like, oh, please don't right? do this. Please don't do this. It's the same. It's the same like a uh, pilgrim Ernest from yeah. the beginning of that one. <laughs> I'm Ernest P. Warren. It shows him walk in and just start slaughtering. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, please don't show the how this ends. Um, but it turns out that this lamp, this Camp Kikiki, is always been on Native American land, mm-hmm. and it still is to this day. It's, it's tradition. Owned, yep, it is owned by Native Americans. Uh, one in particular, uh, which will be known as Grandpapa, and he he's just the grandfather of the nurse of the camp, who is also Native American, and one of two females in this whole film. And yeah. I don't know where the other one is, but I read that in the trivia. Um, oh, oh, the, the guard. guard, the prison yeah. guard. That's the, right. The, yeah, guys, there's a child's prison yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. So, yeah, this whole setup is just to show that there's a Native American on, like, tied to this cross, and they're like trying to shoot him with an arrow, trying to throw a hatchet at him, trying to throw a knife at him. And a machete. A machete. And so Jason was there. Yeah. <laughs> Jason will come up a lot in this episode. Yeah. Um, so this every single thing is thrown at him. He does not flinch. And why? Because you're supposed to like have faith that yeah. you will it's not like, be harmed. If you have strong faith, if you have strong courage, if you have strong belief. I don't know. They all seem kind of like the and same thing. That'll was... ridiculously loosely come back by the end of the film. It kind of <laughs> seemed like, though, while this guy was throwing these weapons, it kind of seems like it's up to that guy. Like, 
if he didn't like me, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I wouldn't make it. But also, that's kind of crap to be like, I'm ready to be a warrior. Okay, well, you got to risk desk, de- desk. Death's door? You know what? I'm done with the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Now we flash over, and here's Ernest. He's on a ladder. He's fixing the Camp Kikiki welcome sign, and he's straight up monologuing, but to who? The camera. To us. Yeah. Right? I was like, he's just, <laughs> I think it's a little PTSD, but I also think it's the schizophrenia. Right, that we discussed yeah. in Ernest Scared Stupid. Was it schizophrenia or, or disassociative identity We, we said schizo. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I because I went back to the show notes and I was like, oh no, we said he was schizophrenic, which doesn't really play out in this film. Like he doesn't do the other characters like he does in other films. No, he only does Ernest, right? Jules Verne, right? right. Jules Verne, no, Jim Varney. Jules, Jules Verne is the guy that does, has Journey a, to the Center yeah, of the Earth, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of <laughs> the time uh, machine Disney stuff is inspired by him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Verney. Jim Jules Verne. <laughs> Jules Verne as Ernest. Oh my God. <laughs> Hilarious. Can't miss it. Gotta see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he like is hopping sideways on a ladder, being like safety first and stuff. And then right. he, of course, Obviously, falls backwards yeah. on the ladder. Falls backwards. He didn't actually attach the rope at the top of the ladder to the sign. He Not finds that... a three wheeled go kart. <laughs> Yes. You've never seen a three-wheel go-kart? No, I have, but okay. I just thought it was stupid. Yeah. But I did love... I d- every time it came back? Every time it came back. <laughs> okay, so... And even there's, like, campers walking, and you see them like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? <laughs> every time! <laughs> Nobody tries to stop it. Okay, so he gets... He's driving this three-wheeled uh, golf cart, and then he gets out. And I guess didn't put the parking brake on, and it decides to just uh, kind of creep away. And then through the whole movie, you'd think three times would be enough, but no, the whole movie it's just Every passing by scene. frame. Yeah. It's just like yeah, and people Sometimes are just it's like its own scene eh. too. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, there goes that card again. It turns out to be the hero of the movie yeah. too. <laughs> but like he even he runs over a tent and then runs over trash cans, and then when he gets up to the like yeah, the, but who's the in tents? They they have cabins. Like, well, why that, is that's just where tents? arts and crafts and uh, the other thing was. Oh. It's like for some reason they store their supplies in tents. Yeah. Which, like, I would rather store humans in tents. Well, you saw what inside. their bathroom looked like. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and, but so, and you saw the, the, the cabin that they decided to put up the, uh, the poor kids they in. They literally were like, you're trash. You're used <laughs> to dumpsters. It's like, well, oh actually, God. if it was fixed up, it was the nicest cabin that I saw. Yeah. Right? It was really Because it has a fireplace. It's all brick inside. The other cabins get demolished, like, within a second. Like, they're just the other twigs. Cabin, yeah, they're made of popsicle sticks and hot glue. <laughs> that was someone else's project from three years ago yeah. that they had to build. <laughs> they were like, well, I guess we'll do a canoe next year, a small project. <laughs> so, Ernest is established. He is actually the, the handyman. He's the repairman of the camp. And... Then he does he does this weird thing where uh basically he hasn't gotten his shot mm-hmm. by the nurse and we're introduced to the nurse this way and he's Who like has like a number two pencil needle on her shot. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. <laughs> like on purpose, right? I was like, and- Ooh, I wish I had a guy that gave me shots like that. That's how big the needle was. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about girth, yeah. not length. Um Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know <laughs> I you've like, told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what bothers me about this scene is right is that this was made in 1987, mm-hmm. right? And 
arguably for kids, right? Oh, women couldn't be doctors then. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where I was leading that's to. Really um, no, in 1987, and arguably it was made for kids, right? Yeah. But this scene plays out very weird. So, like, he's obviously scared of the needle, right? But then, like, pretends to toughen up in front of her, right? And then as soon as she shoots him in the arm... He, like, makes He's... two references that I'm like, I don't even get them now. The Lindbergh baby. Yeah, but what? What? What is what? Because they... Like, uh, as a child, who would... Yeah. No, none of the... That was an adult joke. But even then, it was like... It just seemed... Because Lindbergh... Oh, God, I'm going to get this wrong. Exactly. It was either the 80s or the 70s. But I was like, it seemed very close. It either seemed very close or it just seemed out of place. And he said he was Nelson Mandela. Yeah. And see, I, see what I mean? Like I, where I'm yeah. like, what? Like you could have said anything. You could have just cried for mama. Yeah. You know, but you threw these two jokes in there. Like there are so many out of place, weird ass jokes. Like the end credit sequence. Did you yeah. actually watch the end credit sequence where they finally make eggs erroneous? Yeah, and it turns them into an opera what the singer. Fuck I didn't was get that? it. Yeah. What was that? Okay, know. this movie kind of pisses me off, and yeah. that's what I meant. Is like I enjoyed. The other two that we mentioned. This movie, by the end of it, like, and, and guys, I, we're going to destroy your childhood on this one. And because... your asshole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're like, you're like a, a, a like a, <laughs> a sidekick that's next to me that just, like chimes in. Like, I'm just ready to like, <laughs> we're going to destroy your childhood and your asshole. And I was like, what? No. No, not at all. Whoa. Way too much. It's us fighting like a really hot guy. And I'm like, yeah, and you're going to destroy me. (laughs) Uh, We're going to fuck you up. I like. Yeah, up the ass. No, no. I like to believe that all of the uh, all of the adults in this film were actually just film crew members walking around. But I was like, they still probably shouldn't be like more than 100 feet near a child. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, knowing this time of films, yeah. oh, get him away from the young boys. <laughs> yeah, every single one. Basically, might as well have sent him to a Catholic priest. Yeah. Jeez, am I right? <laughs> well, this was also that weird that too much that of was... a touchy subject? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> These are the jokes. Dun, 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 dun. Um, but also, this was a weird thing because it was like an all-boys camp. Yeah. Which you don't see much in even this time period. Sleepaways. Like, camp stuff. Sleepaways kind is both. Of. In well, sleepaway camp? It's boys and girls. No, no. I meant like current sleepaway camps. Oh. <laughs> they they can have both, but even then, typically, they still separate them. Because like, I was at a sleepaway that was uh, boy and girl, and um, you like raised your eyebrows at me like you doubt it, or you were mad I was bringing up summer no, camp again. No. Like, here we go again. He's a camp expert. <laughs> Um, I can't wait for summer to be over. It was a sleepaway for boys and girls, but like it was still separated in boys camp and girls camp. And every now and then you would do activities with each other, but it was still like girls weren't allowed in boys camp, boys weren't allowed in girls camp. But I got to go there a few times because like special. Mm -hmm. No, it was literally just to clean. No, they just knew you were. You know how many kids in summer camp put their pills underneath their mattress instead of actually taking them? I found so much ADHD meds, and I was like, this is why my kids were jerks. That's weird, though. Yeah. You, you, I mean... Because <laughs> they have to go to the nurse to get their medicine, so they would just right. like, hide it under their tongue and then just be like, no, oh, I'll just hide it under my bed. But that's weird. That's like... 
as if they believed like like in J- Freddy versus Jason. Right. <laughs> Where they're like, I'm not going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But then there was also like uh, a lot of foxes uh, would get into our cabin. So we were like, never keep food in here. They'll get in here. They'll eat your food and then they'll pee on stuff. So I like to imagine that a few foxes got their like. They're, they're... <laughs> then they just were very calm and yeah. mellow. The foxes were like. Cigarettes taste good right now. Who's got a light? <laughs> Neon, uh, not Ritalin. What's the stuff for ADD? Well, that would that would like calm you down. Adderall. Yeah. 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 That was supposed to calm you. Yeah. No. But I mean, it only it only curved my appetite. Yeah. Same. Uh, I was yeah. like, I loved eating Red Bulls and cigarettes whenever I take <laughs> Adderall. <laughs> And then uh, I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Anybody got a, a, a quiz I can study for? Yeah. <laughs> Once I did a five-hour energy and an Adderall, because my friends, I was a DD, and mm-hmm. I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I could Uber so much right now. Yeah. All right, so let's get back. Yeah, okay, the movie. All right, so... Um, the campers arrive. Yes, well, the campers arrive, and uh, there's like two bully kids, kind of. Yeah, they this movie has, also has a lot of elder abuse. It there's elder abuse, there's uh racism. Yeah, there's children who all all the kids for being such a main thing are so poorly established. But they're also so mean. And they're very cookie cutter too. Yeah. Right? Like I could not tell you in the group of them. I can't tell you their names at all. They don't have names except for um Einstein Wilson Wilson Wilbur was that the little, the little was that kid yeah 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 he was probably my who just reminded though. me of the kid same same thing as angels in the outfield just less yeah. annoying I thought it was the same exact kid I don't know maybe it is yeah. what's his name Wilbur well was it Wilbur I don't know no. like and that's the thing is it's not for lack of paying attention it's for lack of them really doing anything yeah. like like special with them down to the fact of you'd think through the film um all right, so back back up a second. The kids arrive, and then we're already um, at the start of the film. We can't back up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're twenty minutes in. The kids arrive, but in. also, uh, it's established that there's the second chance, like school for boys, that uh, they are being forced to allow them to be at the camp as well. Right, but nobody wants to take care of them. Nobody wants to counsel them or anything. Yeah, um, I mean they're shit. So they're, they're like, actually not terrible kids. Nah, they're, they're fine, but they're like so. I, okay, as we go down, like the they the only thing that really differentiates them is like, oh, here's here's a kid who's trying to be like '80s like T-shirt, but he has a vest on. Oh and a, my god, and a tie. <laughs> what? That was you. They all look like. <laughs> okay, that was me. Um, Sorry, but they all, they don't look like punks. They look like they just like picked their own clothing. As children, they and look like they just watched them. a John Hughes movie. Yeah, and was like, "I want that outfit." They're like they're trying to like be a background character in an Aha music video, <laughs> but one is dressed like Al Pacino and Scarface. Yeah, like it's just a Hawaiian shirt with like a bare chest underneath it. Yeah, but then they also what is with eighties and like male midriff t-shirts they're making a comeback please no yeah you haven't seen that <laughs> no yeah they're hugely popular now i can i don't want to do them just because i don't please wanna, don't like, expose my belly but w- w- what is that why would that be a thing why it was that a thing 
It cools you off. It does. And some people look good. And, um... So could so could just not wearing a shirt. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look just as stupid. Well, you got to cover the nips. <laughs> you don't want to lactate everywhere. I mean, it's it's predominantly a female look. And even yeah. the female look, because we saw it with um, Vicky in yeah. Friday too, right? But even her... Like, it still looks weird. Well, she also looked like a European boy. She was very tomboyish. She was very tomboyish. Yeah. I um, loved um, whenever they're welcoming all the people or all the boys to the camp, they're like, all right, men. And I was like, there are no men at this camp, not even the camp counselors. Everyone is a boy right here. Well, they'll become <laughs> men by the end of the week. Right? <laughs> but then he's like, this camp is designed to get you to like uh experience the like the native american lifestyle and become like a native american warrior Doesn't at the seem end of like it. it but they say indian throughout the entire film so yeah. I was like not it <laughs> and then um the very next scene you see people playing volleyball and i was like oh the famous american sport <laughs> volleyball yes there it is <laughs> we found so many volleyball relics. He who spikes ball. Yeah. <laughs> he who sets up net but doesn't play. <laughs> it's me. I'm like, it's got to be tighter. Follow, you can't even touch the ball. Follow he who refs. Yeah. And then in the very last scene, the very last time they're playing volleyball, it you just see a kid, like it looks like he would just like toss it to his friend, but he chucks it at his face, but the kid catches it. And it's like, ooh, there was mad tension there. Uh, so yeah. yeah, there's five or six boys from this second chance school and um one is like um latin american like stereotype kid yeah uh one is a vest with tie like he's wearing a t-shirt but he's also wearing a vest with a tie loosely buttons on it wrapped yeah he's got like little punk buttons um another one is kind of interchangeable like the vest tie kid is kind of the leader yeah, but then there's another there's one that's kind of wearing kid. like a, a mesh red shirt with a skull, a yellow painted skull on it. Oh yeah, but then there's also another jean vest kid that's got the 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 stud bracelets. Oh yeah, he. <laughs> and they all have knives. He just looks. He just looks like a lesbian. Why do all the kids have knives? Uh, I don't know because they should have gotten them taken away before they even came like came to their like boy school. Yeah. Right? Because they're under lock and key from an actual, like, guard. Like, it's a jail. Yeah. Um, And then there's a kid named Einstein. And so, basically, the they guard... They never use Einstein. Well, this is what I was gonna say, is that the guard introduces each one. They're like, this is, like, I don't know, PJ, and PJ's famous for, like... And he's like, yeah, like, uh, they'd never see me coming, and actually hands Ernest his own wallet. Yeah. Like, and Ernest had just gotten off the bus. So, like, it's actually a cool bit. You're like, (laughs) but, like, that kid's famous for being, like, sleight of hand and quick. And and the other kid named Einstein, he's the genius of the group and all this kind of stuff. Well, Einstein only gets screen time during the poker match that you didn't see. That's right. I don't remember the poker match. And Einstein, like, it's basically they're walking away and Ernest is like, well, I could pay you 30 bucks from every paycheck. And uh, after about 14 years, I think think that might pay it off but with interest and i was like okay, okay i get the joke i almost guarantee now that i this was not in my cut or something maybe because <laughs> i don't know anything that you're talking about yeah. at the poker scene i was like what are you talking about my so, movie was an hour and 28 minutes hour 38 yeah i don't know 38 no mine was like hour 29 so maybe uh, that makes maybe. sense yeah okay so anyway there is an entire 
establishment of these kids, and that goes nowhere. Like, their skills yeah. are not used. Einstein is not some brains that comes up with the master plan at the end. The kid that's stealing stuff never steals stuff through the whole mo- show, the movie show. Like it was, it was kind just, of a show. Yeah, it was just salute your shorts. It was like three episodes of TV put together. It should have been like three miniseries. Yeah. Or three. And uh, Ernest brings these kids back, and then the, the kids decide to play Guess Who over and close his eyes as he's driving the yeah. bus. And you're just like, and Jesus to get the Christ. Name. Yeah, like... Because here's that thing where you're just like, how dumb is he? Yeah. Because, like, he seems to have a self-preservation switch, but only when it applies to what we're watching comedically. Yeah. Right? Uh, but, yeah, we can move past it. Like, he ruins it. They get off the bus. But then I thought it was hilarious because uh, they get all the kids off the bus, and the main camp counselor, he's like, all right, everyone, line up. And they oh, all like turn this. around and put their hands on the van. <laughs> Yeah, like they're about to be like uh, s- searched. Search. Yes, oh, it's so good. That was good. I I did I did enjoy that a lot. Uh, and uh, then they they yeah, keep... they just spread. <laughs> yeah, and then they just keep kind of beating up Ernest, which I was like, God, elder abuse. Yeah. So they put the kids. They don't give them uniforms. No. Like this is another problem with this movie. Hey, is stand out. That they're they're immediately like not racist, but they're uh, they're against these kids yeah. right they're they're stereotypically judging them oh, right yeah. um and they throw them in this cabin that has been abandoned right and it's just full of debris everywhere and they give them a camp counselor that doesn't even believe in them stennis right who is like a 23 year old virgin but also <laughs> Yeah, but also that's another thing is like they establish him and things like that, but these don't really come to fruition. Like Stennis doesn't get his. Stennis also looks like the physical embodiment of white privilege. Oh yeah, I was like, like if he if he actually decided to wear a polo shirt instead of the regular camp counselor shirt and then pop the collar, I'm like, sweet. Well, so and always be carrying around a tennis racket with like a sweater wrapped around his his uh, shoulders. Perfect. So Stennis is always in charge of those kids. Um, he's their counselor. And so he takes them swimming. And the little black kid, because I can't remember his name, sorry. Um, this is exactly how Jason died, by the way. Yeah. The <laughs> camp counselor like threw him in the water and was like, you're fine. After the kid was like, I can't swim. Right. And I was like, that's not. First off, a camp counselor should never touch a child. Like, you're not even supposed to put sunscreen on a child. Like once some lady was like, "I'm gonna take him to a but better camp." But this was camp. 1987. Well, put, I know, but still, like they were touching children all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then, so this is whenever all the kids get out of the water, and Stennis is like, "Uh, well, Ernest saves the little kid." Right. He, gives he him takes a pole, the lifeguard and he, stick. Yeah. And so then the kids see that the lifeguard stand is like on the edge of the dock, and they're like, "Hey." Let's try and murder Stennis. And they just push it in the water. Yeah. And Stennis is like, my leg. <laughs> my leg. Right. Um, and they're just like, okay, bye, Stennis. A couple other things we need to establish that happened right before this, because this is where Ernest gets his promotion. But there's a couple things that happen. Yeah. Um, there are two insane uh, chefs. Trying to make eggs. Eggs erroneous, right? And these are scenes that you're like, what is happening? I think I dropped too much acid yeah. <laughs> because um, it's uh, it's Chef uh, Chef Ernie. No, that's from Mouse Hunt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, it's Jake played by uh, Galliard Sartain. 
and um, Eddie, which Eddie is like kind of like cousin Eddie. He's actually yeah. even wearing the same like hood, uh-huh. uh, like uh, yeah. you know, hunter's hat. Like shitter was full. Well, right? so then this is whenever they first like make eggs erroneous, or they try to, and he's trying to feed it to Ernest, and Ernest is straight up <laughs> just like, no, no, yeah, no, no. Tell and me, then my tell me you line, caught this. My tell me you line, caught this. Go ahead. The line that he said when he goes, I can't eat on an empty stomach. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but I like that. That was my favorite part. I was like, oh, that's so funny. I want to use that now. So Exeronius is infamously, I guess, around the camp as like something absolutely horrible that they haven't been able to get right. Down to the fact that it's used as like explosive device yeah. like later. Um, but you didn't catch this where like, re- he refuses. And so um, Jake calls Eddie over and is like, time for the airplane to go in the hangar. And like, and he sticks his finger up his, up his butt. <laughs> you saw it too. Okay. I was like, please I, tell me you caught show this. It, but I think he just pinched it, is, it, but it looks like he scoops up into his butthole and then sticks his finger in his directly, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he, it was like opening he up from fish both hooked ends. him from two different holes. He somehow managed to Eiffel tower him <laughs> with being with only just himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there any other way to get somebody to eat eggs erroneous? Than sticking a finger up their butt and then shoving your fingers in their mouth. Right. No, I guess not. Because immediately your mouth is like, (gasps) (laughs) Uh, uh. mine actually does not do that. Right. And then there's another scene in which the bullies bully the kids at the cafeteria and Ernest comes in to break that up. And then they all start beating up Ernest. They just beat him to death. And they... Smash a tray that I guess it must have been super hot out because like the tray formed to his face, formed to his face, and even the brim of his hat. <laughs> like, it's just... so then their solution is to smack his face that's like imprinted in the tray with another tray, and it breaks <laughs> that tray in half. Then he flies backwards and hits the soda machine and falls to the ground. But then the soda machine crushes him. Yeah, this like, this dang. place is horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah yes so then they push the counselor into the water and it shows Ernest getting his promotion to camp counselor um, and he hugs the main like camp director's disgusting leg I was like please don't do that it's gross yeah and then Ernest takes them on a hike um um, we are also established the bad guy at this point oh okay which I didn't realize to like the end of the movie his name is so it's like K R A D E R, crater, which I was like crater, yeah, and then and they he's said crater, craters and I was like, in the earth, oh, yeah, holes <laughs> in our planet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Sherman Crater is um, played by the extremely awesome John Vernon, which uh, most people would know him as the Dean, son of huh? Jules Vernon. No, stop. <laughs> No, it's Dean Wormer from uh, Animal House. Yeah. Right? You're on double secret probation. <laughs> yeah. What um, else was he in? Because his voice also sounds extremely familiar. What, John Vernon? Yeah. Well, John. okay. So other than Animal House, uh, he was in uh, Outlaw Josie Wales. I know that one for sure. Uh, he's for sure in Killer Clowns from Outer Space as mm-hmm. the uh, the dickhead cop the one who doesn't believe that the clowns are there uh he's the mayor and dirty harry um let me look in uh, let me see he passed in 2005 so he doesn't have anything past that um 
He seems like he would be a really notable Sorority Boys. Actor. Did you see Sorority? I think you would have seen Sorority Boys. Is it a gay porn? No, but <laughs> there probably was one. <laughs> oh, is that when the guys dress up like girls yes. to join a sorority because yes. they got kicked out of their frat or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yep. I've seen that. There's like a whole dildo scene. There's dildos yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um... And they teach each other how to use the dildos, <laughs> and then they smack it across their face saying that's what really turns them on. <laughs> white chicks. Yeah. Oh, white chicks. Um... He was in Pinky in the Brain. He was a voice in that. Oh, okay. That's why you're like, oh yeah, for sure. It actually did sound familiar because I was like, I know there's a cartoon that I've heard this voice. Batman the Animated Series as well. That too. Who did he play in Batman? Rupert Thorne. Thorne. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Those are the two cartoons that I know his voice from. Okay. Because I know I was like, this sounds like something I've heard in my childhood. Sure. Sure. I mean, Uh, I mean, he's extreme, like extremely famous from back in the day. Um, but he's uh. I don't. I don't understand. This is another thing where it's like, okay, you're gonna play a cookie cookie cutter bad guy who always gets his way and is gonna sleaze people out of like whatever it is. Like, there's always there's so many things. Like, all right, when you think uh, kids can't movie, what are the two probably plot things that they possibly could deal with in a movie? Kids fighting camp. another camp. Mm-hmm. Uh. Over, okay, three. I say fighting another camp. Overcoming the bullies of said camp or like, you know, or or some sort of game. Yeah. Right. Usually it's like some sort of like camp rivalry type game challenge. Right. Or the camp being shut down in some way. Yeah. Right. That's like literally the, like if you or killing them. Murder. All. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, murder, murder. But not or murder. Kids yeah. Camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said kids. Movies, I was going so. more with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But, you know, murder. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, But he is. The owner of Crater Industries, which when Crater Industries is first introduced, why is there like this like um that was my favorite sequence, yeah, what was that though them it was like up a quarry, yeah, all to the like like the instrumental of like take these broken wings <laughs> and learn to fly again because uh, like this the like the literally the um I, the audio of it is like boom boom boom. <laughs> and you're just like wait what is happening yeah that was weird i didn't get it but i was like oh god i really want to work on a site like that right that i was also that's not when they use as fun as staring at dynamite that's not what that's not when they use the backhoe to like nail in the sign did they you saw that right they use the the oh the bulldozer the shovel the bulldozer to like Nail the sign into the ground. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" Like, part of me believed they're like, "Yeah, that's a thing." You damn real intense. You risky construction workers. There's no OSHA. <laughs> you just do whatever you want. So, uh, the movie establishes them as trying to uh, talk to the. I guess he's the owner of the land that the camp is on. Okay, so they're looking for a fake mineral that was made up for this movie called uh, petrosite, right? And they are in this quarry that's next to the camp, and they have done surveys, site surveys, to realize that the majority of this pesticide is obviously in the camp next door. Yeah. Um, all laid out because there is a map. <laughs> There's a – like somebody took the time to pay, to build a small-scale model to show uh, – A half-inch-scale model. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to show here's the quarry, here's the camp. Yeah. And then someone just pushes just, a stick and just <laughs> scratches the top of yep. it. Goodbye, camp. Oh. Right? 
It's all for visuals. They're very visual. Like bad guys are like love models. <laughs> you know, Bond villains, you know, OCP from RoboCop. They love models. <laughs> um so, Evil, Dr. Evil. Yeah. And Mr. Evil. Mr. Womp, Evil. Womp, 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 <laughs> well, that's before he got his doctorate. Yeah. Um so go to six years they want med school. Yeah. <laughs> What did he say? I don't know. I got to rewatch that. I movie. didn't go to freaking evil <laughs> medical school for. Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm a doctor. That's oh, so stupid. I, I used to so love. Good. I, used to I love still it. do. Well, the, the third one really tarnished oh, third things one, for eh. me. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So they are like, well, we can't get the Camp Kikakee land because. Uh, the Native American that owns it won't give up the land. They're like, you do whatever you have to. You convince them to sign that. Offer him more money. Money talks, right? So there's a couple scenes where they're trying to uh, – the lawyer is trying to get um, him to sign. And there's this whole like how – Can you own a tree? Yeah. Can, Can you own a rock? And I'm like, well, you do. That's why and they want him like, to sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your people do. It's right there. Right. Uh, but also, like, it. where's the rest of his people? And if this land was so precious to him, like, why build Well, they're this the last camp? two surviving. Oh, really? Yeah, him you, and his granddaughter. I know. I it's really that. depressing. Yeah. It's like, that is the end of an entire tribe. That's so sad. Yikes. Uh, right? And we're doing the same thing we did years yeah. ago, right here. So then it kind of, the rest of the film turns into, like, montage of, like, <laughs> quirky, I guess. Quirky like, is a word for they it, go, I guess. They go on hike. And... Yeah, they go on hike, and uh, Ernest injures himself in one way, shape, or form every single time. There's a thing where they mummify him in gauze, and then apparently it's one the longest piece of gauze yeah. I've ever seen, and they attach that to a bus, and one child knows how to drive a bus. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where you're just like. It's attacked by badgers. Yeah, like, that's how he needs to be mummified because they need to wrap his wounds from the badgers. He starts a fire on his own leg. Okay, that part. To... Okay, so in pure earnest fashion, at one point he wants to make a rotisserie. Oh, that's a different part, but yes. Well, that's what you mean by starting I, a fire. No, he's rotating a stick on his leg. I think and that he's was. Starting I think a fire. you watched on some awesome jeans? uncut version oh, or maybe. something. Uh, I don't remember that either. Well, he starts the fire on his leg, and then there's the lunch machine, which okay. like it can cook two chickens and two hot dogs at a time. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about this. Let's I, break this machine And down. it can scoop tomato soup. <sighs> and the machine is covered <laughs> entirely in rust, which is exactly what I want my food to be around. Yeah. And so okay. It's like, so it's a lawnmower, right, yeah. as its engine, right? And that is attached to a couple pulley belts. Um, that are just ratchet straps. <laughs> well, it looked like a fire hose. No, it was uh, it was just webbing. It was uh, ratchet strap webbing. Well, so is a fire hose. It's just same kind of material. Oh, well, That's, yeah. I think it was a fire hose, honestly. Well, no, because fire hoses have like depth. That one was just like yeah. flat webbing. Oh, it was just flat. Yeah. Um, either way, you're like whatever it was. I it it it's it okay. This machine, basically, he wants to be able to do what with it? Okay, let's describe it first. So, like, it's a lawnmower that is attached to a couple pulleys, and the pulleys will spin the rotisserie, right? And but then there's an additional... Tomato soup out of a trough. Right, okay, so there's an additional pulley system, Yeah. right? That when the belt is either thrown onto the wheel or off the wheel, will... Uh, 
there's a conveyor belt full of like little troughs that will scoop yeah. up like you said it looks like tomato soup it's supposed to be whatever is going to like baste the rotisserie really yeah oh I thought it literally was just scooping tomato soup. Um, no, it's just whatever their base yeah. base was, it was red. But that's and these little troughs are gonna spill onto the chicken and the hot dogs that are on this rotisserie, Ew. right? But you're also like, how? What world is this that you are that lazy and that we need this much basting to go around? Well, this is before set it and forget it. Yeah, but still, you just you just get a baster and you you you, you suck just up cook some a fucking chicken. Yeah, like this was this was so stupid. Yeah. So, what he wants to do is, um, sit in a lawn chair. sit in a lawn chair and attach one side of this ratchet strap to his ankle, right, so that he can just via the motion of his leg apply the ratchet strap back onto the wheel that's doing the basting uh, conveyor belt Just, like, or not. Turn your lawn chair and do it with your hand. I Anything, honestly. Yeah. Or just let it keep basting. Just like It's just pouring onto it. Like, yeah. who cares? Right? You're going to run out. It's going to, you know, s- dry, dry it up chicken, eventually. Yeah. But it's just so dumb because you, you just – you don't, I don't understand it. But basically – you can see it coming a mile away. The the strap gets caught in the other rotisserie and spins, and he's getting pulled towards the fire, and he's just like, no, no! And you're just like, just, I don't know, break the mechanism. I don't yeah. care, right? Fight back. So, like, he catches his legs on fire and then immediately just runs to the lake, and you're like, well, that seemed easy. You were able to get out yeah. super easy. Like so, what was all the hassle? Like, well, why did you let yourself through this? <laughs> why the did ratchet you... it's strap. Yeah, why didn't? Why did you let yourself go into the fire in the first place? It's Ernest. He's gonna do anything. Right? <sighs> so then, next scene is he's priming the the lantern. Oh, and he yes. primes it too much, and of course, it takes off like a rocket and then falls down. And then it's the poker scene that you forgot, but it's not that important. They literally just play poker, and Ernest loses a bunch of money that he has to pay off over like fourteen years. Right. Um. There's um. There's oh, the we Robin go back Williams to the chefs. Scene. Oh, the chefs, and they start making their own the food machine. processor. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, this is the most this is the most literal food processor I've ever heard of, like or like so yeah. so they were like lobster uh, bisque, chicken pot pie. They throw a rubber chicken into it, then a pot, and then a whole pie, and it comes out as the ingredients of chicken pot pie. I'm like, you just made a fucking magic machine. <laughs> well, then there's also um, Alfredo. Oh yeah, yeah. Linguini Alfredo, or yeah. Whatever, which and like throw in the noodles and then it's they, fettuccine Alfredo. Fettuccine they throw Alfredo. in yeah. fettuccine and then throw in a dial, a doll, a little Italian doll named Fredo. <laughs> Is that what they call him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's doing voices for him. They make a lobster bisque and he's like, "Don't throw a scene." And I was like, "Well, yeah, he's doing the same God. thing that Ernest did in Scared Stupid with the doll. Like, it's it's you or me." Yeah. No, I know where you live. Um. And that'd be cool and all, but you're just like, these people are insane. Like, I don't understand it, yeah. and I don't understand, like, the only point of this machine seems to be so that we can have it for the finale. Yeah. Yeah. No other point. It really is. But I just needed to establish it, because right. I, 
in in a sillier that's the problem this movie's not silly enough for me to enjoy these jokes yeah right it's 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 never taking itself too seriously but it's also not silly enough to enjoy yeah like I don't well, know. It's got I'm, I'm throwing moments. my W's now. I'm like, don't watch it. It's got silly <laughs> moments, but it doesn't have a. It's not a silly movie. It's not a good payoff. Like none of these jokes pay off well enough. They're like, yeah. you're like, eh, that's cute. Well, ah. you know. So then, um, Craig, it turns out, is still evicting people, even though they don't have yes. rights to their land. Which this was interesting. There was a scene where the lawyer just gives him an update. And he's like sniping bottles from across the ridge. Yeah. But then, like when he needs to reload, he just walks over to his henchman and makes him reload it. Did you see this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. Right. Um. Um. Yeah. So they evict Robin Williams, but Robin Williams has a <laughs> shotgun, but he doesn't use it. It's not Robin Williams. It looked like Robin Williams. <laughs> Ooh. And then, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Mr. 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 Willie. <laughs> so then they announced that each cabin has to do a big project and Ernest is like, what if we built a teepee? And the kids are like, that's stupid. But Ernest starts to go off and like take measurements and like figure out where it is. Yep. And then all of a sudden you just hear, oh, hey, Ernest. And 20 feet away, less than that, probably like 10 to 15 is the camp nurse doctor and her dad yes. sitting and having a picnic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you saw him you saw each other and they're <laughs> like oh what are you doing here and then Ernest sits down to eat a sandwich but then he's like fire ants and I was like why did you set up a picnic on top of fire ants right why were the other two not worst eaten Native by fire? Americans I ever <laughs> so then that's whenever but Ernest... also that 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 seems more or less to establish that Ernest also knows how to communicate with grandpa yeah he knows like the ASL of or the, <laughs> the NASL, Native the American Native Sign Language. Native American Sign yeah. Language Association. It's true. Um, yeah, so then he gets all these bites all over, and he has to go, like, sit in a bed in the infirmary, and he's got, like, stuff all over him, and the kids bring in, and they're like, oh, here's a plant for you to feel better. How does he not know it's poison it's ivy? It's entirely poison ivy. Yeah. And they're like, smell it, and he just keeps sticking his face in, and he's like, ah, mm, that plants, I guess it smells. And then they walk out. The little black kid sitting outside looking like he did something really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor chews all of them out. She's like, he actually cares. And I was like, that was actually pretty He's good. He's like the first yeah. people that's ever cared about you. Unlike your parents, like <laughs> is basically right. what she said. <laughs> like, Why don't you guys put some real shirts on yeah. and go make a teepee? So then Ernest goes back to his cabin, and for some reason he's got a turtle that he's talking to, but then the turtle latches onto his nose. <sighs> God, the, the only way to get the oh, turtle the off turtle. is to sing it to sleep. So then all the kids turn into a barbershop quartet, and they sing, um, oh, shoot, what did they sing? Imagine me and you. Imagine me and you, and you and me. No matter how you roll the dice, so, we gotta be um, two people this, with four feet, this, 20 toes. This pisses me off. This this inside joke pisses me off, is that it's a turtle on his nose that bites his nose, right? It's It's a turtle. And later on... Apparently, all box turtles are crazy cannibals, I guess. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. But this song was written and performed originally by the turtles. Aww. I hate Aww. that. It's like your best joke is, is something that hey. you have to like know musical history, you know? And it's not even like a joke played out on right. screen. It's more of just like... 
hey, like, like you're you're just a Turtles fan, yeah, right? You're like, I get it. And everyone's <laughs> right? like, shut up. And then somebody was like, Calabunga, right? <laughs> Best Splinter, right? Turtles. Uh, so then, um, they get to start. Uh, they get to the, the 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 they get to start working. They start mm-hmm. working. Yeah, they get to work on their teepee, and yep. they run into the two rude white kids that are right. like, we're building. A canoe by hand. And I was like, that's going to beat any other project. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're good. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think you might want to give up. Yeah. Like, like, don't even worry about, like, their competition. That's like, I don't know. Like, people are like, I made a calculator. But Bill Gates is sitting in the corner like, hey, this is my third computer just for fun. <laughs> Trying to do technology. I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> that was a real late to the game joke. You were like, um, um what's better than a calculator? I <laughs> well, I was like, computer, but what's also less like, than a computer. I love, I love how like because you raised the stakes so hard on yourself. You were like, be- the fact that you imagined that there was a kid at a at a summer camp uh, that made a calculator. No, <laughs> I was going with like a techno technology, like a science like, fair. Yeah, yeah, but still, they made a calculator. Yeah. in your world, so you're like, I need to escalate this to like, Bill Gates making his third computer. Right. Yeah. It should have been like, oh, look, I made my like first like circuit, completed circuit. Yeah, maybe <laughs> or something, or being, or just like, look, I made a light bulb turn on. You know, but you were like. I made a calculator. I made a TI eighty three. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> right. Um, um. What did he make in his garage? So then the mean white kids burn their teepee down, and they also, uh, at this point, also crater crater, crater. has gone to um the chief himself and has tried to get him to sign. And, the chief uh, doesn't understand, but he sees Ernest signing to him, mm-hmm. and then he's like, I've got an idea. And then, of course, turns out Ernest did some shady signing and actually signed away the camp to the crate people. But stupidly, not he, not like he was shady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just did it wrong, yeah. as always. And then... Um, he's the Jar Jar Binks yeah. <laughs> of this world. You know, so, he's the one who initiated the clone like, oh, army. And like, whoops. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So after this, everyone leaves camp. Okay. Yeah. What's happening in this movie? Yeah. This is where it kind of goes off the rails because legally speaking, that's the, this should be the end of the movie. Yeah. It's it. He signed the contract. That's it. Like, even how it all plays out at the end, you're like, no, even if lawyers, like, I guess a lawyer could testify being like, I I know that he forged those, but, like, does he know? No, he wasn't there. Yeah. Right? So, anyway, they, Crater's people come in, uh, very militaristic, like, get them out! Right? Building their own huts. They build, they build their own construction pretty, pretty, I mean, they yeah. are a construction group, I guess. Uh, they kick everybody out, but the boys have decided not to leave. Because they don't got nowhere else to go. Yeah, okay. So they keep saying this. They're, they're like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave this place and go back to the thing. And it's like, this is summer camp. You will go yeah. back to your, mil- your, like, you know, jail. They want I don't as know much what time away as possible. Right. What was it called? It wasn't a jail, but it was like, um, oh, the Mid-State Boys Detention Center. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. So, but they will go back there. Yeah. You know. So it's like I don't know why you guys think like this isn't your new home if you save it. You know. Right. So, but that's how they are. They're like, we don't want to go back. And then this movie goes completely off the rails because I guess Ernest is a better songwriter and singer than he is anything else in this world. Yeah, I love this song, though. Okay, so he just starts singing. Like, he's all depressed, and he starts singing this uh, song of... uh, It's called, Gee, I'm Glad It's Raining. Yeah. And apparently... Uh, on set, he the what we saw on screen is the first take, and he did it perfectly. And they said there wasn't a dry eye in the house. It was really touching. Was it though? Yeah, I I felt so out of place I was like, though. Man, I hope that Jonathan can find the audio for this, but I know one hundred percent he won't be able to because I can. it doesn't exist. No, it does. No, it doesn't. It's, I'm gonna play it right now. It's raining. There's always something to be thankful for. I'm awfully glad it's raining. Cause no one sees your teardrops when it pours. And no one knows the thunder is your heartbreak in disguise. They think the rainy nights What put that sad look in your eyes Sure I'm glad it's raining The gentle rhythm soothes the pain inside See, that's a touching film song. Film I song. guess. But like in a movie of just ridiculousness and stupid and I it don't really care about anything. Fit, no. no, it doesn't fit at all. And he never has done this in any other movie either. So I'm like, what was this? Was this an <laughs> attempt at a solo career right? mid-movie? He's like, well, if this doesn't work out, singing. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I There were even a few other characters that said, you know what I mean? Right. This as they well, did. Which I was like, whoa. They the did. chef does it at one point. Um, He never references the, like. The Vern thing. Yeah. Vern is not in this film. He doesn't ever talk to the camera and make it like it's Vern. He does the one talk to the camera in the beginning of the film, but that's it. Um, they had one at the end, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. like the same scene. Um, uh, so then all the boys are there, and they decide to stay and demolish an entire um, bus in order to create a really elaborate okay so you sound need, system catapult blow torches and welding material which like, they had yeah and and a whole bunch of stuff that you're just like what yeah. they also they stole explosives from the construction uh, company but what about... construction company has smoke, smoke bombs <laughs> what are they like well, we had some leftover stock from the well, firework booth, but and... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> our Fourth of July sales are pretty down on smoke bombs, so we just brought them with us. There's no smoke bombs on Fourth of July. <laughs> like... I always played with smoke bombs on Fourth of July. What? Those little circle things that you lit the wick and then it all come out like blue or That's green. called a snake. No, a snake is the little charcoal dot that you light on fire, then it goes... All right, but a smoke bomb? Yeah, it was literally just a little like... A little 
like ball that had a wick coming out of it, and then it would spray a different color of smoke depending on what color the ball was. And that was called a smoke bomb. That's what we called. Because I'm bombs. thinking smoke bombs is just like, and like, no, yeah, like a ninja, like Batman. We have two very different. All right, I, I believe in Midwest. ninjas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, and I believe in fun. They're Thank like, you. they're like slow. They kind of do the same thing, but a smoke bomb like takes time. Sure. And it's very thick smoke. It's not like hazy. Wide. I remember stink bombs. That's just that's horrible. Just that's a stench. No, remember stink bombs in, yeah, the, in oh, school? It smelled like God. rotten eggs. It was like worse. Everybody would be like, because they couldn't place what the smell really was. Yeah. But like, so they're like, it's r- eggs. I'm like, that is worse than any egg you've ever that's smelled. Like egg fart. <laughs> yeah. It's just you. Someone would always like once a year set one off in the bathroom. And it's just like those tiny glass cylinders that you just like you break and throw right? it in the trash. So Oh no, a stink bomb, gross. They used to have stink spray. Oh. And uh fun fun tangent, <laughs> right? Um I used to perform in uh my show choir, my glee, if you will, for some people. Um and we used to dress up as uh different costume characters for for Christmas. We would be and most of it was like Disney characters actually. And it was Disney or fairy tale characters. And this year I decided me and my partner were going to be Little Red Riding Hood and I was the Big Bad Wolf, right? And then my friend was Donald Duck and my other friend was the Mad Hatter, right? And we went to the mall. We always performed in, like, malls on their, like, mall stage. Oh, God. <laughs> and in between sets, we went to, like, Spencer's. And Spencer's used to smell the to, to sell to the – Yeah. They used to sell the sink Spencer's bombs. used to be a glorified sex shop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably still is, actually. Sex and pranks and horribleness. Yeah. Right? And they sold fart spray and, like, stink bombs. And we bought a bunch, right? And we were in costume. <laughs> like, there was Donald Duck with his head on and stuff, like, walking. Oh, no. And uh, we walked past uh, Santa Claus in that line of people and just bombed the whole line. And then just, like, everybody just was choking and, like, it was so upset because they, like, tears were running down their eyes. <laughs> and they didn't want to get out of line. You ruined Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, and then security guards were on the hunt for, like, Donald Duck and, <laughs> and found us. And, like, they just kind of pieced it together because they saw us come out of Spencer's. They're like, yeah, we're we're looking for Donald Duck and <laughs> Big Bad Wolf. Big Bad Wolf. Jeez. They put out an APB for Big yeah. Bad Wolf, Mad Hatter, and Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insane. But, um, hey, hi, guys. Welcome to Tangents. Yeah. Uh, we're back at it. It's been a while. <laughs> um, so they build their giant machine thing. The chefs also stay to fight as well. And they're just spraying the, the workers with uh, stuff that they bore. Deadly food, I guess? Yeah, I guess. I mean, this this part's just all over the place, really. Just just like that tangent was. Yeah, real. Um, but, yeah, it's just... All right, so, yeah, the bus, which has been demolished at this point, and it's... Uh, it has inner tubes on the side. It has inner tubes on the side that don't do nothing. It has a catapult that is um, made out of a canoe. Yeah, then there's a pontoon boat, so it's like wider. It's yeah, just like two canoes on the front sticking out like, of it. It's like battering rams, I guess, that never get used. Yeah. And um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of things going on with this vehicle. It made me miss the treehouse. It- <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, from, from stupid. Yeah, you know what it made me miss? And the pizza throwing machine. Yes, that was a good. Or, one. or the dog food uh, canister. Yes. Uh, you know what it made me miss? Like all the, the action figure vehicles that it oh. seems like it was built oh, yeah. after. You know, like your A team action vehicle. Yeah, this just looked like like. Like it was the uh, the wagon that uh, was in my Ewok playset. Oh. Like it was just like a battering ram, but also some like because there's like these kids are arsonists. Like yeah, uh, there's there's a whole bunch. Of, there's a automatic arrow firing machine that's like they light a bunch of arrows on fire, and so basically they cause mass destruction and damage to property, and all oh. should be arrested. Countless dollars of damage. Right? They light a bunch of Coleman lighters as, like, rocket launchers. Um, it all... They launch turtles with Okay. Oh, parachutes. my God. All right. So, one, don't know how those parachutes are actually opening. Because it should just be, like, ten turtle box turtles that flew through the air and then just hit somebody in the face. Like, the uh, what else did they catapult that just hit people in the face like that? Uh, the The food? <laughs> Maybe I thought there was there was something that was like ball ball shaped that was hitting them. Oh, so the chief was throwing tennis balls out of a tennis like a baseball launcher. <laughs> I forgot about the chief. He's so happy. He's like ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. laughing. <laughs> I have braves again. <laughs> it was so adorable. That was actually a really touching moment because this he was his so last happy. film, by the way. Oh, yeah. but he looks so Passed happy. Passed in 99, it. but like, yeah, yeah, this was his last film. He looked happy. Uh, Iron Eyes is his name. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they were more steel to me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they were copper. <laughs> <laughs> copper eyes. Don't know where they got that from. His eyes are brown. So um, after this, there was a henchman. There was like a main cro- crater henchman that we didn't really establish. Oh, he punched. He bitch slapped the shit out of Ernest like yeah. earlier in a scene. Ernest got his shit handed to him. <laughs> Just slapped uh, to the point where uh, apparently one of the sound effects in that like uh, like where he broke his nose or something. Um, it says here, yes, Lyle Alzado, which is the name of that henchman, broke Who was like Daddy AF. <laughs> like I wanted him to take his shirt off. Like, just for a scene. Well, he wouldn't even take his uh, construction hat off I the know. whole movie. It was really upsetting. Um, he broke Jim Varney's nose by mistake in that fight scene. And uh, Jim said that the crack that you hear in the movie is uh, not added later. No. I don't I don't believe that one, Yeah, honestly. but I hate stuff like that when yeah. it's like, they broke their arm and that's their actual scream. I'm like, I know, oh, right? great. I love hearing real pain. So, in this, this is weird, too. In this entire scene... One of the miners is an uncredited role uh, played by Jim Henson. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> right. Uh, I'd, I wonder if I could actually like freeze frame it. I don't really want to go back to this movie yeah, and either. freeze frame it, but like I job. would just to try to find it. Yeah, like man, I just watched a documentary on Jim Henson. It was amazing. Like I can talk about it more in our uh, unnamed second shorties thing that we never <laughs> have we'll done get yet. get to it someday. But, um, yeah. We've got a lot going on. Yeah, it was called, like, uh, Talking Muppet Guys. And, uh, no, it was wonderful. Like, Disney actually screened it over oh, at cool. TDA. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, which is the team... <laughs> work stuff yeah sorry yeah yeah it's uh it's a building yeah it's an executive building you know it's um, a thing. so anyway 
Yes. God, uh, anything to get off this movie. <laughs> so, Let's talk about work. Well, the, how was your day? The, the henchman, he destroys the chef's um, machine, right? Okay, so the henchman is bulldozing all the... Uh, oh, destroying the popsicle houses. Yeah, all, all the cabins. And they can't stop this henchman from... Um, of you know they, they there's no way the battering ram bus is going to do anything yeah. it would get demolished but out of nowhere here comes Our the lovely golf, golf cart, cart my favorite character from this <laughs> which, film de- which decides to actually stop i was like, like oh it ran out of batteries <laughs> <laughs> but then nope no it didn't yeah, so they just taking a break they collect a whole bunch of gasoline that i didn't know they had and they put it into the back of this golf cart i guess they felt like they didn't have enough explosive devices uh so they add the eggs erroneous yeah, to the mix they finally make it there <laughs> yeah with all its moroccan spices right um and they let the golf cart just drive off again uh which i just don't I, like in in a world where well Ernest climbs into the golf cart right that's right uh, but th- I but was going to say, like, how the hell did... on its own? Yeah, so it's like why did it has never stopped? Yeah. It has never crashed, or or ha- or has it always crashed? And then people just let it be like, go free, little one, yeah. and let it go again. You know, uh, I hope that. But the golf cart crashes in, and I don't know about you, but I guess just spontaneous combustion happens yeah. very, very much when it comes to maybe it's the erroneous. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but um. The henchman should be dead <laughs> with this not. explosion. It's weird. Like this, this explosion takes over the entire bulldozer, and then he just gets out. And I kind of wish he was in like a full stuntman burn, right? just like ah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Like he's not dead. He's fine, <laughs> right? Um, Ernest bitch slaps him. Yes, and knocks him out. And then Mister Crater so Crater shows up. Right, mm-hmm. and he's just on a full rampage now. Like he's going to murder Ernest. Oh yeah, which I was like, there are witnesses. He has a sir. sniper rifle, and it's not like he's like in a rage and then raises the rifle, and they're like, "Sir, don't do it." Yeah. No, he pulls the trigger three times, and he's just ready to murder. Now, the only thing that I could think of where it's legal is like, Ernest is a trespasser on his land now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe right? right. I don't know Tennessee. You know they're just like you know guns. So in uh, call back to the very first scene, it's like oh, if you believe that like the the weapon won't hurt yeah. you, then it won't. And I'm Rock, like paper scissors. But that was just I mean uh, that's not a bullet. Yeah, that somehow he just <laughs> has really bad aim. I don't know his sight is off. Yeah, his sight's way yeah. off. Well, it also seems to like jitter around the screen when it's in sight <laughs> oh. mode. Uh, and it doesn't hit Ernest three times, and then Ernest gets real cocky about it and like plugs his yeah. finger into the gun, and I'm like, shoot his finger off. Yeah. Just do it. Just fucking shoot that finger off. But no, he doesn't. And then Crater just gets into his car and goes away. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, this is your land. You went through all well, this. Well, then the nurse comes back and she's like, I got the papers. The she judge says, signed I them. got a restraining order. Oh, yeah. I'm like, wait, that doesn't. I don't understand how that worked either. You can't. All right. 
<laughs> you can't just get a restraining order against somebody and then just walk around and being like, you're too close to me. Yeah. Like, that doesn't work. Like, you can't get a restraining order against, like, your ex and then show up at his house yeah. and get him arrested. <laughs> uh, it just does not add up. What are you doing here? Oh, no. <laughs> Looks like you're going to jail. So then the... Uh... The final scene, it's just a callback to the very first scene of him on the Camp Kikiki sign. And, of course, the ladder falls off. And then... she she explains that the camp is saved because the lawyer uh, testified that the papers were, I don't know, the chief was lied yeah, to shit. about the papers or something. Know. And it's like, uh, okay. But also the lawyer wasn't there. I'll believe it this time. Sure, whatever. Well, he could have been told about it's it. It's so loose. Yeah. In in a world where you're like, mm, I, I I do understand a contract where it is bond, you know, yeah. you sign like it's so loosely like not solved or it's or I mean so quickly solved that you're yeah. like, what? Well, what about all the destruction of property and like arson and just everything else that just happened? Everything. Yeah, like. They kids will be kids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but what about the adult leading them? The two adults, yeah. the chief too. I know, <laughs> right? They're like, well, you know, trail of tears. We can't really, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let's not start anything. It again. was kind of the white man's fault. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Ernest is up on a ladder. He's doing another monologue, and he's like, "Safety first. and it's like. Yeah, you're gonna fall over again, aren't you? And he does, but then he pulls the sign down on him too, which I was like. Damn, that was a really bad a sign. Super weak sign. <laughs> and then the camp the the camp director's like, "Well, glad the sign's not hurt." But also, there's no way because it seems like this just happened where they're like, "Oh, the lawyer testified and everything." No way this camp is in working order. Yeah. It's like up and running again. <laughs> like they didn't just have three of their cabins bulldozed in massive explosions. It could have at least been land. like one year later, right? Like <laughs> nothing. Camp next year, right? And then like. No holds barred comes back on. Yeah. I'm like no holds barred. Like it's some just un. It's it. It's also played during the montage of their building constructing things. It's oh like, yeah. It's like some like we're gonna do it <laughs> together as men. I was like, it's such a stereotypical like eighties like teamwork. <laughs> yeah. Right. Rock song. When we work together, we <laughs> can do it, boys. That guy who was that singer has no voice anymore. Yeah. And uh, that uh, that is not exactly it because we have an end credit sequence. Like yeah. as the credits are rolling to the half of the screen, uh, the chefs finally figure out eggs erroneous in the dumbest goddamn scene I think I could possibly have thought of for the end of this film or for the film at all. Yeah, right. He forces Eddie to try it, which now Eddie is like doesn't want to try it either. Yeah. I don't Which, think Eddie ever wanted to try. I guess not. Nobody did, yeah. right? Which I'm like, well, what the fuck is eggs erroneous? Is yeah. that is that a real thing? Oh, I, or is it just for I Ernie? don't believe it no. is. No. Right, because erroneous is not, you know, that's a, you know vocabulary better than Crazy. I do. Well, erroneous is like what you use. Like, I know erroneous from Wedding Crashers. Erroneous! Erroneous on both counts! You know, so, um, but... He makes him try the eggs, and Eddie tastes them and, like, dips down below Jake off camera and then pops back up, but it's not him. It's this, like, lounge singer, and he just, like, sings off off of the and goes away the camera, and you're like, 
what just happened? Yeah. Like, the eggs transformed him into, like, somebody, like, I don't know, handsome and, like, talented? Like, what? What is, what? 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 <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> You're just so mad. Yeah. Because I don't understand. I don't understand how this movie can end like that. I don't understand how this scene could be in this movie because it's just and and people like people out there is like, well, it's just funny, man. It's just comedy. No, it's not. It seems like there is eggs erroneous, but it's also very much <laughs> are jade eggs dangerous. What? It like a lot of it is tied to earnest. No, but erroneous just means wrong or error. Okay, eggs that are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this one is like brown and The eggs sausage. that should not be. Yeah. Uh, so that's Ernest scared. No, <laughs> wait. That's Ernest goes to camp. And uh, you want to hear a little bit of additional trivia? Sure. No, no you don't. No. <laughs> um, the only other thing, I mostly fit most of it into here. but um, That's what he said. <laughs> oh. Uh, Varney was nominated for uh, Golden Raspberry Award. For worst new star, oh, <laughs> Aww. but he tried so hard, so good. And then uh, Ernest's middle initial, we find out what P stands for. Ernest P. Worrell, his mini- middle initial, stands for power tools. But I know, right? He's like, that's so disappointing. <laughs> it could have been anything. Power tools, right? Ernest Power Tools Worrell. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dumb. But that's it. Yep. And there it is. So that's Ernest Goes to Camp. Uh, would you recommend this movie? Uh, Not really. There are better Ernest films. Way better. That yeah. actually like use their plots. Yeah. And are fun and silly at the yeah. same time. And Enjoyable. Actually, yeah. No, this is... No, this was... I I did not like this movie at not all. Not great. Honestly. Um, so... I yeah, like I said, I didn't like it, but some people seem to, and we ask that they write to us and they, uh, g- you know, give us five. So here we are, five star or ten star if we're on IMDb reviews. Uh, so this first one was written by Poop. Poop is crispy. God damn you! Sorry, <laughs> I so like I even picked the review and then I saw his name and I was like. Oh, gold mine. <laughs> so, Poop is Crispy, July 2006, titled, Ernest Was Great. I have not seen this movie in years, but I remember it as a kid that I loved it. Every time an Ernest movie... Uh, he missed a verb here or <laughs> something. Every time an Ernest movie, all the kids would get excited and we'd all talk about how we had to see it. Then we did. And I thought we were super cool. Doesn't anyone else remember that? <laughs> Ernest movies were wonderfully goofy. Maybe we're all too spoiled these days to appreciate a simple, silly camp movie. I am surprised it is at its relatively poor rating. Ten stars. Mm-hmm. Poop is crispy. Did you pick it for that? Because like I like <laughs> I like the thing where it's like we all like saw it and we like, thought we yeah. were super cool. Anybody else? Yeah. No. He's God like, didn't we it. all do it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. I yeah. I don't understand reviews like this where 
like he's just upset that the world yeah. has forgotten projecting his cherished, their own yeah yeah thing and it's like well nobody else felt that way <laughs> and i'm sorry you did okay so next one is by a uh spooks rejects <laughs> okay uh fairly recent review uh, uh in 2016 titled know what i mean they write five stairs Wow. He's just, he's, this one's he, riddled. Uh, five stairs, now what I mean. I like the camp more than the others, and I'm an 80-kid jail was cool, but scared stubble was stupid, but camp and jail was five stairs. What did you do to me? You just broke me. No, that guy was trying to say that he loved the camp one more than the others, and that scared stupid and uh, wasn't as good as Ernest goes to jail and Ernest goes to camp. Did you just translate that? Yeah. Well, okay. I just thought. Let about me it. see if I could like see what he was saying. Now, Ready? what I mean? Yeah. Five stars. Know what I mean? I like the camp more than the others. Okay, so I like the camp movie more than the others, and I'm an '80s kid. Jail was cool, but scared stupid was stupid, but camp and jail was five stars. <laughs> but I actually read it phonetically as he wrote it, yeah. which was just riddled with... Could not type. I think... Like, it's just red lines all over my it computer It looked right like now. it was probably about, like, an eight-year-old typing it. Maybe a six-year-old. <laughs> I'm an 80-year-old kid yeah. <laughs> trapped in the... <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. So... The last one was written by Tim B. Tim Burton's showing up, doing yeah. reviews on Amazon now. Uh, written in 2014, titled Childhood Revisited. If you don't love the Ernest movies, you may not be an American. <laughs> These are cheesy and corny, but an awesome part of any millennial's childhood. Five stars. <laughs> Are we not American? You goddamn snowflakes and your many, your hatred for Ernest. How many times? He's have a it goddamn we... American fucking legend. I love the reviews that are like, "If you don't like it, you're a monster." And I'm like, "People hate us." <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> ooh, we're not American now. That's okay. I don't think it's a time to be an American. <laughs> it's it's mega. Make Ernest great again. Yeah. <laughs> Mega. Gross. Oh, so that just about does it for our five-star reviews. Uh, thank you, nobody. <laughs> I yeah. forgot nobody's here. <laughs> you just about to thank someone? I was about to thank somebody for being on the show. <laughs> thank you, Jared, for yeah. one one long, long year worth of episodes. Thank you to our very talkative bowels this episode. Because uh. we've just been like... Volleying it back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they want to hear that. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, thank you for joining me for the past year. This yeah. is, you know, we're a year in thank now. Thank you for yeah, thank, having me here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I hope to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. See you next time. I hope to not be silently just like <laughs> exited off the show. I. <laughs> 
hey, we're not recording this Sunday or next Sunday. Or ever. Like, mm, that's weird. New episodes are coming out. <laughs> I um, remember recording that. That is like, not what happened, by the way, co-host. guys. That's not yeah. actually what happened at all. Um, but, no, it's been a great year. Uh, thank you, everybody who's been listening, supporting us. Please join us at Miami Connection. Uh, if you're listening to this on actually July 17th uh, for this next whole week from July 13th and then seven days so till July 20th. From July 13th to July 20th. You haven't even drank today. No, I haven't. July 20th. <laughs> well, I had to, like, I was actually formulating the dates and I got it right okay. in as I'm doing this. So you're uh, just so proud of yourself. I'm improv the other yeah. words. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay. July 13th to July 20th, guys. If you're listening to this and you're in the Southern California area, we are actually discounting our tickets for our Miami Connection for our one-year anniversary. It's our special gift gift to anybody who's been listening and joining us in this journey and supporting us for the past year. Mm -hmm. So uh, go to bombsawaylive.eventbrite.com right now uh, for the next week, July 13th to the 20th. It's, all we're doing is a limited sale, 20% off of tickets. We're selling them for 15. You're going to get it for 12. Okay. All you got to do is put in the promotional code. Happy birthday. Okay. Cool. So for the next week, 20% off all tickets, please join us. It's going to be, word? huh? One word. One word. Happy okay. birthday. Yep. All uh, lowercase. Lowercase or caps, I don't know Doesn't if matter. it matters. Yeah. Like usually, it's Just promo codes are usually capitals. Birthday. I don't yeah. know, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you type in "happy birthday," no space. I mean, yeah, no space. Twenty percent off for the next week. It's only this week, so if you're listening to this, like, do not hesitate. Please join us. Uh, other than that, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Twitter. All the social networks at Bombs Away Show. You can write to us personally, tell us that you disagreed and you love Ernest to death if you want to, uh, but who would? Probably one person I know. Yeah. But uh, other than that, you can write to us about anything that your heart desires and we will be sure to respond. Uh, join us. Please come out to that live show. It's so important to us. Like, like we, we want to, to see camp. you. Yeah. Uh, but that just about does it for me. My name is Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And, uh, Jarrett, what? Oh, open your mouth. No. Oh, God. <laughs> it's eggs erroneous. Like this, but not from you, please. <laughs> not like this, not like this. Just like this, but from someone else. Hey, this is Jarrett with the Bombs Away podcast, and we're here in the Frida Cinema recording our podcast. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located here in Santa Ana in Southern California. It serves the neighboring communities, and it is a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. It's here to entertain, and that's why the entertainment industry exists. So what they show on these screens is pretty amazing. They have things such as the Director Series, and it features directors such as Martin Scorsese, 
Mel Brooks, and Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, if you didn't know, did The Toxic Avengers and The Class of Newcomb High. They also have something called Friday Night Freakouts, and this is presented by OC Weekly. It has films that are among the horror or sci-fi kind of genre. They've done films such as Lost Boys, Hackers, and The Room. They've also featured anime like Your Name and Akira. Some other things they do are double features. They've done things such as Hot Fuzz mixed with Shaun of the Dead, which is actually two pretty good films. They also show a lot of cool things among the lines of indie films. They have The Void, which is currently on Netflix, and they also have had Academy Award-winning films such as Best Film winner Moonlight, which I think is pretty awesome that it showed in this space before it actually went up. If you want more information about Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, you can go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for filmmakers, for filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.